The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Let's all go to the movies. Let's all go to the movies. Let's all go to the movies and watch a movie with Mags. How you doing, Mags? I'm good, man. How are you? Not too bad. I did a little different setup. I think that's the way we're going to roll with this. Movies with Mags. Dude, I love that little chime. That chime, that was dope. (laughs) That's what we're going to... That's how we're going to roll with. So uh, you picked this movie, and which is Frozen 2. Yes, sir. Not one of my, ki- not one of my kids are going to watch this movie. So I'm going to have to really? watch this by myself. But I was oddly... Well, my... I have a daughter. My oldest daughter is 13 years old. Do you think she cares about yeah. Disney princesses anymore? I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, like fully grown adult female women still like Disney. So I don't know. Figured, I, I, I honestly thought you would have seen it before. Because it is, like, it's one of those. Like, hey, kids, it's like let's... A, it's like a, a, a cornerstone in their like franchise. Like, I feel like it's massive. I think the whole Frozen thing is way bigger than what it needs to be. Yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I think the movies I think the movies are good, but I I don't think they live up to the hype that surrounds them. Like the amount of revenue that they generate and stuff like that i think that's insane Uh, what three to i don't know eight-year-old girls so there you go yeah yeah well so i have as you know i have my oldest three so that's why i've kind of been dragged into it and then i've had the pleasure of seeing both of them but frozen 2 is the newer one so i just primarily want to focus on that one but yeah that's my why i've seen it a million times over you want to give us a little uh rundown of this movie and then we'll get into it all right yeah the rundown is now i'm going off this with the premise that everyone has seen the first one or at least knows the story of the first one so i don't have to backtrack too much but basically Elsa has like the powers and stuff like that that's confirmed in the first and she uh, awakens the spirits of the enchanted forest with her powers and then she is sent on a jury to find uh, the truth about the past of Arendelle and uh, that's pretty much the whole plot of the movie is trying to right the wrong of the past it ties in with the first movie about her parents passing away and whatnot, and you learn a lot. But <clears throat> that's that's the general overview of the movie. Yeah, that's pretty much what I got out of it too. And then they, she finds out about it. Her 
their or they find out about their parents being from yep, two different worlds. Yeah, her their father is Aaron Bellion and then their mother is uh the tribes people. And stuff like that. The, the grandfather, part of my language, if there's children around, is a prick, the one from Arendale, because he's the one that just started the whole mess. Yeah, he was the one who pretty much yeah. messed everything up. And it's revealed through the past memories and stuff that I was able to like bring out. So, I know you got a lot to say about this movie because I know you picked it and we talked a little bit, you know, off air and everything else. You sent me something when we first picked it and it was, it was, it was a little nutsy, but I'm going to take it out. Yeah, it was out in left field. It was out in left field, but you got to think, I've seen it so many times. I've seen, seen this hundreds of times, probably no joke. So I got to get creative after a while and see things from different views. This is, see, I'm not so much interested in like the plot and like letting your audience know the plot and everything like that. They know that this perspective is what I'm trying to bring to this episode and explain this. Now, being a bored father who's forced to watch it over, over and over again, I tried looking at it from different viewpoints and I noticed throughout the movie, I think particularly in the Frozen series, they put down men to make Elsa and Anna more powerful throughout their growth, if you will, and their struggles. That is my my uh, left field, if you will, take on the movies. What do you think? I... Okay, as a father of three also, my children, my children are older. Where are you coming from when you're forced to watch something over and over again? You seem to overanalyze it or think why. Um, when it comes to the Frozen movies, I, I don't particularly see that. I, I, the only thing that caught me off guard, and I mentioned it when I did the one episode with Drew Benton, where we talked about uh, dads watching kids movies, is at the end of Frozen 2, kind of, it raised an eyebrow when, I think it's a wedding, or I don't know what's going on, Um, but uh, what's his name? Kristoff is standing there and he's like all out of his normal clothes. And I, it's Anna, Anna, Anna's the one without the powers. I get them mixed up. Yeah. She Anna goes queen. up to him. Or is it Elsa? Wait, no, who has Anna the powers? Queen. Elsa has the power. She stays back in the forest. Okay. Anna becomes the new queen. Okay. So when she goes up, to Kristoff, I almost called him Flynn Rider. I got tangled, stuck in. My- <laughs> That's funny. And and goes uh, and goes. You look nice, but I like you better in leather. And I'm like, yeah. huh? Yeah. 
I know. I caught that too. <laughs> Did, okay. If the roles were reversed, you know, that would be an uproar if the roles yes. were reversed. So. I never got into the whole DLCs with the sex things and stuff like that. But that one, I gotta say, when it came to this movie, I thought it was better than the second one. My kids actually did watch it with me, which was pretty amazing. Um, wow. But, yeah, yeah. All, all three of them, even the boys sat down and watched it. And normally oh, wow. it, it takes it takes something crazy for them to be to watch a movie on TV. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh but, but good movie. It, I know we developed a rating system, but we can get into that afterwards. Yeah. I, I, I don't see what no. you're talking about. I think they make let me expand one more one more point. I think that if you watch okay. throughout the series, throughout throughout now we're gonna dig back to the first one. Kristoff is is a, a very influential, powerful character. Very important in the first one. Mm-hmm. And then by the time the second one rolls around, completely emasculated, cut out from a majority of the movie, like they made him look weak, especially with his solo song or whatever. Oh my God, they made him look so weak from the powerful oh, so guy who stepped up in the face of bravery in the first one, you know? Yeah, but I think And he... at the end, they didn't even have the balls to introduce him as king. Because Anna becomes queen, he proposed to her, therefore he would be the new king of Arendelle, but they didn't even mention that or care. Yeah, that's that being the king one. But the I, I, I felt he was he was a little awkward, but I think that's kind of what they were shooting for because these are strong women these are strong yeah. women so they made him feel very yeah. they did make him feel like he was very awkward like he didn't know what to say but then again i gotta say you got anna and elsa in this very i can't believe i'm talking about a disney movie like this where this they're gonna lose their place and here's Kristoff trying to make a move it would be like you know what I'm saying? It's like your wife's in the middle of taking care of your kids and you're trying to make a move on her. I'm pretty sure it's yeah, going to get a little exactly. awkward or she might over, yeah. or you might feel she overreacted to something, but that's the only yeah. vibe I got out of it. Like he was like, okay, I'm going to go on this thing. We're going to, we're going to propose. I'm going to do something. I'm going to propose. I'm going to marry her. But there's so much else going around. I don't know what to say or do. And if I say something, she and she always took it the wrong way. If I remember it wrong. Yeah. No, you're right. That's the only thing I I got out of it. I thought 
this was better than the first one. Way better. And when this one, I don't know if you ever heard, it actually ended the uh, whole Tarzan theory. Did you ever hear the Tarzan theory? No, I didn't. What's that? The Frozen Tarzan theory? There's another one. I'll repeat it again because it's, it's very interesting. Back in our, uh, when we worked together and we had a lot of time, downtime to do our YouTube view- viewing, I stumbled upon a video where a guy talked about the connection between Frozen and Tarzan. And it was, if you look in Tarzan, there's a picture and it looks like uh, their dad, Elsa and Anna's dad, because they were on a shipwreck. They were, they were supposedly shipwrecked somewhere far away, but they didn't die is what they're saying. And they used the ship um, and is Elsa and Anna's brother that they didn't even know about. But wow, in this movie, it completely, I felt completely eradicated. Yeah. <laughs> but in Frozen 2, it completely eradicated it. Yeah. By showing Absolutely. the ship still there. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So that's washes that. Yeah. I mean, I just... I liked it. I mean, was it... I don't think it was now for the listeners that, so they, so they know, can you repeat the scale? Oh, I haven't even talked about the scale yet. The new rating system. Okay. So we, we did, we did a, we did a rating system. Let me bring it up here. And it's very simple. It's four ratings. And the first one, I want to talk about it a little bit more after we're done with the rating system explaining. Um, first one is burn the film, which pretty much means that it's a horrible movie, not suitable for human or any living thing's eyes. Uh, the next one is one and done. It's a good movie, but you would not watch it again. Uh, rewatch is would watch the movie again if bored. And favorite is would watch it even if it were on cable. The other thing that I thought was kind of pandering in this movie to sell merchandise because I felt was kind of was the magical salamander. Oh yeah. Yeah the fire spirit. Was it oh that was the fire spirit, wasn't it? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just do it as a salamander. I kind of... No, not yeah, gonna... that, was, that was the fire spirit. He was kind of important, I guess, to an extent. Short-lived, but... Yeah, I kind of nodded. I, I kind of nodded off once she got... When did she get the horse, the ice horse, or some horse and with wings? Oh, yeah. See, watch. What's his name? Gail, I think it's called, yeah. Oh, see, I watched Shira, Princesses of Power, so I get it. I'm, I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm all over the place yeah. when it comes to when it comes to princess. <laughs> I think all princesses are pretty much the same. So I mean, yeah, other than cool Shira, you should make your daughters watch Shira. All right, I will. I will. Shira, what, what? she's got a sword. She calls on powers. 
It's a TV I show. I don't think I've ever heard of it. I'll have to. I'll have to look it up. I don't think I've ever heard of it. You said it's on Netflix. It's a. It's a remake of, or it's the reboot of Shira from when I was a kid, and Shira was like He Man's. Gosh, I will. I'll, sister. I'll take a look at that. I'll take a look yeah. at that because I'm sick of rewatching the same things over and over and over again. There's a bunch of different princesses in there, but I mean that's pretty much it in a nutshell. Is that it? Just it's Frozen too. It's good. It's a good family movie. Um, looking at the box office numbers, it didn't even hit its budget. Really. I didn't know that. It was it was released November 22nd. So you figure it would do pretty good because I mean the only one that I would feel Disney wise well, is is it linked to around the same time as Corona started coming around? I can't remember. That could have some play. No. No, November 22nd, that's like when it was still people were still just worried about it being in China. It, Oh, didn't it come at like the end of December or something like that? No. I can't remember when they started. I just remember when they started shutting down things because it was like. Oh, yeah, February. Yeah. The uh, week I was before they started. That would do anything, but no, that's so far back now that I think of it, that wouldn't affect anything. Hmm. That's just really interesting that it didn't cover its budget. Because I would figure this was like if I if I had to like you put a gun to my head and was like you're watching Frozen or Frozen Two I would tell just pop on Frozen Two. Yeah, I would too. I could do. I would too. I could do without the singing. I think that's where I get lost in a lot of these movies. Is that? Yeah, they tr- they try really hard for the soundtracks because that's more revenue, more money, you know. So they try to make as many songs as possible. I think there's like four or five songs in Frozen Two. That are very lengthy. Oh, the the I know Josh Glad did the one for what is it? The Disney family sing along. He did the one where he was in the woods and he was lost. That's the other. Oh, lost in the woods. I think got cut away. Yeah, where Kristoff got cut away. Now that I'm now that I'm going back through everything, uh, where you said Kristoff had a little bit of a minor role. Because I felt Olaf's role expanded because he's Olaf. He's the, I want to say, lovable idiot in the movie. Yeah, yeah. And he, he had, had he had like a dark sarcasm in Frozen too. Yeah, it's a little he, different for him. And he had like a way bigger role. Like I felt that was more. He was a little bit more in like a B plot than what you would see the whole Kristoff and which one Anna. I always yeah. Elsa. I don't know why I want to say Elsa. Yeah. But there was no catchy well, no catchy songs. Yeah, they're catchy. They just uh I don't know. I don't like watching half of the movie and half of it being music. I, I don't know. But for me I do like it better than Frozen 1. I would rate it rewatchable. I would wouldn't you? watch it every time it was on cable, but for my kids' sake, because they like it, it doesn't bother me. It's rewatchable. It's it's not hard to, to digest, you know? So, 
So even if you're sitting around and you're bored, you would rewatch Frozen too. If I was with that's my where kids, I'm yes. Going. Okay, yeah. you're not with no. your kids. You're sitting there. I wouldn't watch it in the first place. Couch. I wouldn't watch it in the first place. So you, so you're, so yeah, that's where you got to go with the rating system. Like you're but sitting as there, a parent, as a parent, I do have a choice in what they would watch of all the different movies in, in the catalog. So that is true for this one. If I do get to pick out of that catalog in that scenario, it would be a rewatchable one. That's what I mean for this rating. Cause it's hard because it's not something I would just watch just to watch, you know, like I'm a father of three. That's why, you know, see with me, I'm, I'm one and done. I watched it. It was a good movie. It's nothing to write home about. I can pretty much guarantee none of my kids would ask to watch it again. And if they yeah. did ask to watch it again, I could easily direct them into something else where they would want to watch it but it was yeah, better than the absolutely. it was way better than the first one I gotta give you that yeah. much yeah so that's where I'll leave that one at Um, that's just really everyone knows the plot and that's just my theory on that one and uh, yeah a little bit out there, but I think it makes it interesting if you view it from that vantage point. Yeah, yeah, I can see where I can see where both of our uh, points come into play. So, if, if you do ever get put in a situation where you do have to rewatch it, look at it from those that lens. Look at it from that vantage point, and see if you agree with me or disagree with me after that. Okay, I probably won't. I'm not going to lie, Matt. I am not. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not watching a Disney princess movie. I think the only Disney princess movie, like I said, or like I was getting all mixed up, is like my daughter uh, once in a very blue moon will ask to watch Tangled because that was like her first. I like that one. I like Tangled. Yeah, Tangled was I would rather watch Tangled than Frozen 2. Yeah, you might catch me watching Tangled by myself. That's Tangled, how much how good that one is. Tangled's a very, very underrated Disney princess movie. And Rapunzel's in the first Frozen. Is she? Yeah. Uh, very... You gotta like... It's very hard to see her. She has the short hair. The short, like, brown hair, and it's when they're walking into the castle for the coronation. Okay. I mean, I'm sure I'm going to watch that one again. I watch them all the time because of the kids, so I'll, I'll look for it next time I see. Uh, yeah. Eh. I love, I like, that's the only reason what I do now with most Disney movies is, um, I look for the Easter eggs because I guess there's a Disney character hidden in each Disney movie. And yeah, gonna... like uh, Sven is in Moana and, and and so forth. There's a couple other ones, but I know Sven is in Moana. Where's he? I love Moana. Moana's really good. When uh, when uh, Maui is on top of the crab and he's having trouble shape-shifting with his hook, one of his malfunctions, if you watch close, is Sven. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, see, I just remember like the little ones where like um, the Beast is in Aladdin. If you ever yeah. watch watch Aladdin, yeah. with that power in them, and then there's a couple other ones. But I I get to pick next week's movies by Mags, and it is not a kids movie. Uh, we discussed it. It's going to be, and it is going to be, I I got, I, okay, let me, it's Scott Pilgrim versus the world. I've watched this movie. Um, it's, it's one of those cult following movies. It's a very, you might think it's weird. I think it's kind of weird, but cool at the same time. So I really want to hear your reaction to it. Yeah, I, I've never seen it, never heard of it, so this is going to be brand new for me completely. And uh, I'm excited, excited to watch the new okay. movies and get new perspectives. Yeah, it's uh, it has uh, Mike, Michael Sarah in it. So there's I like there's, Michael Sarah. Okay, there's big, there's some stars in there. Um, Anna Kendrick. Okay. Uh, Macaulay Culkin's little brother, Kieran McCulkin. Okay. Aubrey Platt as uh, Chris Evans, Captain America. Uh, Brie Larson, who played Captain Marvel. I mean, it's it's a pretty big cast. It's a Man. movie based on a, movie based on a series of graphic novels. So interesting. I will. Yeah. I'll watch that and I'll have it prepared for next time and. Uh really gonna I'm interested to see because I wasn't a fan of your first choice so <laughs> I'm I'm very interested to see this one now okay just we got I already got a, some time to kill here we did like we did can't hardly wait last month so what would you rate that as um burn it really what yeah yeah, really, burn it. You really broke my heart because I would put that. Dude. In. I I know, but just just for me, it, it didn't hit, bro. It just didn't hit. I can't wait for Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Then, just, All right. I'm just gonna... I, I'll give it a shot. We'll see where we'll see where it's at, and I'm not holding back if I don't like it. Don't hold back, cause I'm gonna I'm gonna make you like it. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make, if you can convince me, I'll I'll be a fan. I let my daughter watch it, and she was a fan of it. So we're gonna we're gonna see what's gonna happen here. All right, sounds good, Andrew. All right. So with that being said, this is another movie by Mags, and one of my favorite movies, uh, Truman Show. So. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Grocery shopping day. (laughs) Oh, hello, Mr. Cashier. Hello, Mrs. Card Pusher. Hello. How are you doing today? Let's see what the old wife put on the uh, the shopping list today. Let's see what. Um, let's see. Number one, we got a uh, 
Chris Hamsworth. Oh, that doesn't seem right. I don't. I don't think they, was, they sell those here. Uh, must be some kind of mistake. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, Chris Evans. Oh boy. This is her celebrity crush list. Awkward. Don't be like this, husband and wife. There's only one place where a list like that belongs, and that's the Eat Sleep List podcast. You can hear us every Friday on BICBP-radio.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify.